Today's episode is going to be about data. How we can convert data into dollars. Yes, data into dollars. You know, you want to be able to ingest data from all of these different data sources into a central location so that you can now combine this data, slice and dice it and answer holistic questions. This is Tarush Agarwal, the guest for today's podcast. You know, if you think about what are the use cases of data, you know, most companies kind of start with the, you know, the same five, six use cases, right? And mm-hmm. these are visibility into your go-to-market strategy, where mm-hmm. are your customers coming from, which marketing campaigns are working well. You know, that's one big part. The other one is how are they using your product? Tarush is also one of the leading experts in leveraging data for exponential growth in the world. Previously, he was the head of data at WeWork. He scaled the company to support 12,000 employees as well as 100 data team members. He is the knowledge source when it comes to data. He knows it technically and he knows how to deliver it and he knows how you can leverage data in your company. Less than 0.5% of all data we create is ever analyzed and used. I recently read in Digital Nest blog. So this is a interesting fact. If you want to learn more about me, go to issuesing.com. If you want to learn more about starting to know, go to startingtoknow.com learn more about different business-related topics, and dig deeper. Let's not keep Tarush on more hold. Hi, Tarush. Welcome to the pod. Hey, thanks so much, Ishu, for having me. I'm I'm super excited to be here. My pleasure to have you here. Let's start with the very first question. I start with the introduction part initially. So let's start with your company. Like, what is 5X? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so, you know, my background in data, I've spent my whole career so far in the data space. And, you know, what we've realized is that data is here to stay, right? It's every company in the next 10 years is going to need to have a data foundation to sort of figure out what the customers are doing, how they're using their products, what's the go-to-market strategy. And if you think about the modern data stack, this is become fairly complex over the last few years. So, the, so, the, so now there are many different layers. You have data collection, ingestion, storage, modeling, reporting. Each of them have a billion dollar player today. So if you're a startup, it's becoming more and more complicated to get started with the data stack. At bigger companies, you have these platform teams which stitch together the stack and they provide it to you as a service. So it's all stitched together. You get security, GDPR, PII, compliance, all stitched in, which means that an engineer can spend their time focused on getting value from the stack instead of assembling it. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, think of 5X as that platform team for 90% of businesses that are not going to go build a platform team to, to sort of stitch, stitch together the stack. Uh, we are a platform uh, for businesses who want to get started with the modern data stack on day one, um, and they, and they don't necessarily want to go st- sort of stitch it together. Do you choose the stack, or you go with the company's stack or preferences, and then you stitch them together? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, 
if you, you know, there, there are a few vendors over there which are just, you know, extremely fundamental, right? Like sort of Snowflake last year with the IPO or, you know, Data Warehouse or a company like Fivetran for in, ingestion or something like DBT for modeling. So you have a core stack, you know, which is, um, you know, in this case, sort of Snowflake plus Fivetran plus DBT. And, you know, most new companies getting started should use this stack. You know, at some point when you have niche use cases, like assuming you want to do something like reverse ETL or decision-making or machine learning, in that case, uh, we integrate with many other vendors. And in some cases you get one-click integration. So if you want to do reverse ETL, you know, you can use census or high touch. It shouldn't really matter which one you pick. We will be able to support both in future and you'll just be able to pick whichever one you want to use. And sort of once you do the one-click integration, not only does the tool get access to your data and the workflow gets set up, uh, but we also figure out the billing for you. So we have these, we have these, we have these backend relationships with these vendors. So, you know, as a end user, you get one bill for your entire data stack instead of having to go sign multiple different enterprise contracts. Mm-hmm. And the the most important question that you want to ask you, like how to identify the right data source or like how to conclude that this is the right data source? Sure. So, you know, the average startup today has got between 10 to 12 different data sources, right? This is mm-hmm. everything from your from your transactional systems, from your CRM, from your help desk, from your point of sales, from your different marketing tools. Mm-hmm. You know, we're moving to the world where, you know, you want to be able to ingest data from all of these different data sources into a central location so that you can now combine this data, slice and dice it and answer holistic questions. So, you know, when you think about this, the, the sort of sources of data in some, you know, in some ways, you know, this question is becoming a little bit more standardized because, you know, it turns out that companies use the same type of tools or similar types of tools for, you know, these different use cases. Your CRM is most likely something like Zoho or Salesforce. Um, so it's, it's, it's becoming more and more clear what your data sources are. Um, and the important thing is to ingest data from all of these different data sources holistically into your warehouse. Mm-hmm. So now we got the data source and uh, data too, but how to decide the decision like to convert that data into dollars? Like in short, how to convert that data into dollars? Sure. So, you know, if you think about the, you know, if you think about what are the use cases of data, you know, most companies kind of start with the, you know, the same five, six use cases, right? And mm-hmm. these are visibility into your go-to-market strategy. Where are your customers coming from? Which marketing campaigns are working well? You know, that's one big part. The other one is how are they using your product? Who are your different segments? What's their lifetime value? Um, you know, for each segment, what features are they using? So just more visibility into you know who your customers are, what which segments they form, and you know what are the behaviors of segments. Then you know using data for more visibility into your sales cycle. Who are your best sales reps, you know, how do they sell? What do you need to do to sell better? Um, You know, how do you use data for visibility into your financial planning and analysis, accounts receivable, accounts payable, uh, being able to automate all of these things. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're, you know, in e-commerce, looking into your supply chain, how do you optimize that sort of such that 
um, you know, you are able to ensure that you have enough product, you know, the stores which sort of, um, which need to um, have your product, you know, uh, are making sure to actually get enough, you're not overstocking in one location. You know, these are the typical use cases companies focus on in order to, you know, sort of mm-hmm. get value from data. Mm-hmm. And how the companies can think from a perspective of a data company, like not a, all the companies are thinking from a data perspective. What do you think, how the companies should th- think or can think from a perspective of a data company? You know, that's a great question. And if you draw a comparison with the world of d- digital marketing, mm-hmm. 10 years ago, no one was doing digital marketing. And mm-hmm. like all of a sudden today, you know, any company probably has a full-time digital marketer. And what True. changed that Google came along and said that if you don't do this, you'll find it very difficult to compete. And which is so true today, you know, if you're a company who hasn't done digital marketing, chances are you probably don't exist anymore or you're not, or you're not relevant anymore because all your competition has gone online and uh, they've been able to attract more customers and reach out to them and sort of create brand loyalty. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the same kind of trends happening in data where if you're not using data, as I said, to optimize your go-to-market strategy, find out who your customers are, your segments, you, your, your sort of lifetime value, if you don't do these type of things in the next 10 years, you just won't be able to compete because this is stuff your competition will be able to do. So, you know, when you think about how do you use data practically, you know, these are the types of use cases which if you don't get really good at optimizing, if you don't get more sophisticated in, you, you're increasingly going to find it harder and harder to compete in the next 10 years. Do you think like this will change how the company operates as well? Like the whole operational part of the company? I think it already has, right? Like, you know, we're living in a world today where, you know, companies on the who are a little bit more sophisticated and can slice and dice data and answer any questions, you know, any employee in the, in the company can answer any question they, they want self-service mm. without, you know, without depending on an analyst to go run a sort of manual report for them. If you just think about the speed of execution of these companies compared to, you know, a company where if you need some data, somebody has to manually go compute it for you. You know, if you compare these two companies, apples to apples, which company do you think, you know, is going to be more innovative, executes faster, can actually pivot faster. So, you know, we're already starting to see that companies that are doing this correctly are, you know, just playing at a different league from the rest. Um, and it's just becoming more and more important with like, with like sort of every passing day. Mm-hmm. So can any company be a data company? Yeah, I, I believe so. I believe, you know, data is not uh, a sort of standalone service, right? No one does data for the sake of doing data. You always mm. use data in a way to optimize the business. So, you know, uh, if the question is, can, does every, is, is every company capable of building a data foundation mm-hmm. and of, you know, of being able to sort of, sort of leverage data? Uh, absolutely. Now, you know, doing a lot of this yourself requires, you know, sort of heavy investment. Uh, where, you know, if you had to go stitch this together, hire your own data scientists, analysts, then, you know, this requires a lot of, uh, this requires a lot of technical expertise, which, 
you know, may or which 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 your sorry, which which your company may or may not have access to. Mm. Uh, but if you think about you know sort of the next ten years, and you know, given the fact that majority of companies are going to need to do this, um, I think services like Five X make a lot of sense, which allow you to really get value from data without necessary you know the sort of complexities of setting up the data stack or um, you know figuring out what to build. Right now, um, we talked about like current scenarios, like what is happening. What do you, like how do you see the future? How are the tech-related businesses will change in the coming years? What do you think? Yeah, that's, so you know, until now, for companies to get started, they require to uh, focus a lot on you know the infrastructure and signing these enterprise contracts on security and you know. It, if you just if you think of it from a pyramid you know we've had to focus on like the bottom the base of the pyramid and areas like data science and machine learning and recommendations really sit at the higher levels of the pyramid now mm-hmm. what's going to start to happen is you know as time goes by we're going to you know through services like 5x and through other services we're going to start to commoditize and automate more and more of the base levels of the pyramid which means that you know companies will be able to now focus on the higher levels hiring a data scientist hiring analysts to go to go focus on the top levels of the stack which is really where your competitive advantage lies which is what sort of which is what separates you from the competition in some ways until now we've just had to do a lot of the data ingestion the data modeling the data storage ourselves because you can't focus on the top of the pyramid unless you have these four layers mm. now you know as time goes by um, and services uh, like 5x potentially become more and more um, sort of more and more prevalent it allows companies to really uh, focus on you know the high levels and not have to spend all of this time money and resources on building out the the core stack how did this all start what was the reason like what came in your mind like you're going to start 5x like <laughs> so background story so you know I, i got to be you know i joined silicon valley at, at salesforce.com as a software engineer in 2011 hmm. back then no one really had a data team and i was sort of pretty fortunate to to sort of realize pretty on that i i didn't really have any interest in being a software engineer and no one was doing data it seemed really exciting at that point so i i, I sort of got to work with a a product manager and you know we built some sort of we built some frameworks and that's how i got into data and i later spent my career um you know in data most recently um i was heading data at wework uh, which was an amazing opportunity and you know i found myself in 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 bali indonesia at the beginning of covid i was in some ways stranded in bali and it it allowed me to take some time off you know from sort of from silicon valley from new york and you know that time off really gave me perspective on what's happening in the space and you know what's what's really going to be needed what are the type of services which are going to be sort of super relevant in the next 10 years um and the idea from of like 5x came from not being in a super technical city around super smart engineers but actually taking some time off and and sort of really getting perspective on 
what was happening and what was my intuition telling me. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not wrong, like you have one more co-founder in the company, right? Yeah. And uh, how did you both meet? Uh, so I met Karan um, in Jakarta. I was, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was taking a few days and 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 going to see Jakarta, and we were introduced through we were introduced to through some friends. Mm-hmm. And Karan was at that point had just exited his previous company and was looking for a co-founder. And we 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 sort of started talking about Five X, and he was really interested in the idea. Mm-hmm. And he came down to Bali after that, where I was living, and you know he said, "Okay, I'm very interested, but." we we're going to talk to 100 companies first and see how many companies actually need help with data so you know we started through a list of 100 companies and by company number 15 out of 15 companies 14 of them had a data problem and he was like okay i don't think we need to speak to anyone else this is obviously a problem um, at that point we you know at that point um, our model was very different we were trying to teach companies how to build their data stack instead of you know having a platform instead of helping them do it and um, you know he's like i want to give you one piece of advice and that piece of advice is no one cares about learning from you they all want you to build a platform which can do it for them um, and you know we made that one change and things sort of really started taking off um, so that's kind of how i met karan and how he how he how he got involved Mm-hmm. Cool. And so when you were doing this analysis, the initial analysis in order to find the market, so was that like only purely email, just a casual email uh, kind of, or like you knew these guys and you went for a conversation or a meeting? Yeah. You know, at that point I was in Asia and and my background is really in America. Hmm. Uh, so we, we sort of leveraged a lot of the company's current new and he's extremely well connected in Asia. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mainly through his network, we were able to uh, speak to founders and uh, be introduced to, you know, funds, which introduced us to more companies. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't that much email outreach. It was more uh, just leveraging the network. Mm-hmm. Cool. 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 Great story. And any final thoughts that you would like to share with the founders? the entrepreneurs who is listening to this episode right now? Um, you know, I think we're entering one of the most exciting times in terms of entrepreneurship. And you know, the fact that we're able to sort of sit on a laptop and go build a business is really exciting. And, um, you know, I think data is going to have a large part to play um, in the future. So, you know, if you're at that stage where, you know, you have proved that you have a business and now, you know, either raising a series A or looking to scale your business, um, I think sort of data is going to be a really important piece. Um, so, you know, if there's anything which we can do to help or you know, have a conversation, uh, you know, we're super happy to do that. Uh, you can reach out to us at our, at our website at 5x.co um, or, uh, you know, sort of directly by email, uh, which is info at 5x.co. Uh, and yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to sort of connecting. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tarush, for coming to the pod. This was awesome talking to you. Thanks a lot. Thank you.